Okay, I put it on. So we have it's, another part. Yeah, it's it's completely something. So what was it like? Tell it again. What uh, this month they about? have in March they have in television uh, again the Shining, mm -hmm. and uh, the room through two three seven. Two three seven. Through two three seven, and I have to see it, to see it again because it's again 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 to see. Yeah. It's endless thing, and um, this Stanley Kubrick is a completely different kind of director than Kim Ki Duk. Yeah. <laughs> completely something else. Kim Ki Duk is God's gift to the world for about our life. What is all <laughs> our life all about? And Stanley Kubrick is a God's gift to the world about our life. So I want to tell the difference between them, and I didn't succeed. I try again. Um, uh, Kim Kiduk goes on emotions, and Stanley Kubrick doesn't go on emotions. Kim Kiduk doesn't. He goes. He goes. He Kubrick goes. doesn't. Yeah. Mm. That's what I think. Of course, it's uh, hard to see because emotions are always around. Yeah. But Stanley Kubrick's. The main point is not emotions. Mm, yeah. Kim Kiduk's main point. Now I got it. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Kiduk, they're both brilliant geniuses. Yeah, it's like. But I don't feel like Stanley Kubrick has moved the world one step forward with his own hands, like Kim Kiduk. It needs emotion to do it. No one can do it only with emotion. Can stand all that mm. horrible weight on you. <laughs> I, it sounds very much like Kimbiru and his struggles. Mm, and Kubrick is not. He's a cold, cold not cold, but a cool, logical cal calculator. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Kimbiru is not logical calculator. That's why he stumbles around like on the rocks in the forest all the time, making good movies, bad movies, good movies, bad movies. But the women keep on with that green dress. <laughs> so he has some like continuing elements in his movies. Yeah, still a stick. Yeah, and he had, uh, with Ari Rang, we saw how, how he struggles with it. He himself knows that the mask is not the world's best movie and so on. Mm. And he struggles with it in, so incredibly mm. that you have to see Ari Rang to, to grasp it. Mm. Yeah, it was a very, one of the very rare, amazing documentaries that really go very deep into the portrayal of an artist. And that's like that. It's yeah. I I I don't remember a few same kind of documentaries about an artist who that or a director that really exposes the the struggle. Even Ari Rang is not that. It's not a last like it's not a Kubrick movie. It's not thought out. The core is not good. The fun, fundam, fundamental core of it is not good, but it's so pure emotions. Just him expressing that makes his good. depression. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's really intimate and deep, and very you just 
he, he bears just his himself. soul. Yeah, he just gives himself. And Very I think uh, many people kind of don't can cannot handle it. Like why they move That's why right <laughs> Also, they say that it's a weird movie or something. It's that it's like they it's like they they don't really want to hear a guy just cry drunk. Yeah. Arirang. <laughs> yeah. Endlessly. Like, yeah. And you wait for the point and there's no point. But there is. You remember now uh, now when you compare the end of Arirang, you remember the end mm. of Arirang. When you compare the end of Arirang to end of of um, Mebius. Yeah. You will see. What okay. difference in the end? Because he he got it. Yeah. I could never believe. It's amazing that you have a film which tells such a banalic story, and that it's a good film. <laughs> Genius film. The banalic story. Now I start to understand that it can be. Banalic thing about pulp fiction, like David Fincher and so on. I'm really thankful for you that you showed me that. <laughs> but um, yeah. What else? Like, yeah, I haven't really seen Moebius yet, so I cannot really. Mm, I have say it at home still. It. You know, I have it on my desk. And yeah, so anyway, I got the wonderful opportunity to to reserve in the library. Yes. I'm in a row to have a night crawler. Yay, that's a good thing. What do you have to say about night crawler? Can you say something about it that will not reveal me too much? Mm, yeah, in that sense, like I really don't want to say anything about movies to somebody who hasn't seen them yet but yeah Who's the director? I, I don't know I, I think it's the first time director it's his first film and it's it's really really good it's so like it really surprises you and I, I it's like when you when I watched it I had the doubts you know like oh this doesn't work and this doesn't but then but now, all the time you talked about it. You yeah. talked about a lot that you have to see it, you yeah, have to see yeah. it. So you had a hunch. Yes, when I saw it, I was like amazed. And it's like one of these 8.10 movies. <laughs> and um, and now afterwards, thinking about it's really hard for me to think about something bad about it. Like uh, it's so it's really well thought. And yeah. I think the only problem about it is that people talk again too much about it. Which is that they? <laughs> this they, is the media. Everybody compares it to Martin Sources, mm. and that's that, really. You can't listen to those. Yeah, because silliness. like, like if you look at it as a Martin Sources movie, because mm. I, 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 at first I when I when I saw it, the poster of it and the trailer, I saw it somewhere. I was like. Yeah, mm, I don't. The trailer is horrible. The trailer mm, I is never really, look at trailers. It's really it it make it. There's too many jokes in the mm, trailer. It mm. makes it really funny, yeah. and so I was like, yeah, I, I'm not interested in this kind of Hollywood comedy. Yeah, it's, it's, the trailers are made and, not for you. They're made yeah, for, and to catch people in the movie. And they make 
yeah, and and the, and then and then in other sense they talk about uh, how they like um, that they they saw they see so many uh, comparison to Martin Scorsese and the Drive mm. movies that mm. they 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 almost they, they got blind they almost want to 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 have it. Mm. Like it's a Martin Sources and Drive. Like mm. one one big uh, complaint about it was the soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the soundtrack is uh, it it if you remember Drive, it has this very thrilling, very atmospheric yeah. music and and Conger also very very atmospheric and thrilling and it's very beautiful. People like seem to like it so much no, no, that it has no, to have this. It has come to a fashion. Thing. We have to be careful and, with that. And in in Nightcrawl, it's I think it's brilliant the soundtrack. When you when you see it, it it really doesn't fit. But that's the point. Mm-hmm. And oh, it doesn't that's fit. That's a good idea. Yeah, because that's it's a good thing to tell. The, the whole thing is about the main character, mm-hmm. and we that we are observing. It's like uh, Miss Antonioni's the blow up it's like we are mm. think about who, who from which point of view you're observing mm. and are you yourself observing a character or are you kind of next to the character observing the thing within the character's point of view mm. you know what i mean yeah. it's like so i i think they really thought about it very nicely about how because it's also a movie about an anti-hero kind of who mm. well <laughs> not kind of, but it is, is, yeah, he has uh, problems, mm. but um, but the but it, it the movie portrays him as the hero of the story. Yeah. So, yeah, when you when you watch it, you you will you will see, and it's it's they they compare it and say that it's not as great as the sources or mm. Drive, mm. but it's not supposed to be. Like those movies, it's its own movie and its own style. And yeah, it works really That's... great in its own way, and it's it should have had more uh, Oscar nominations. Yeah, like they Gullenhaar. silly with the. It was the writing was. But for them, brilliant. more important is that they do correct the black Oscar and <laughs> for them more important. So we understand them. Yeah. So, but happy that they have anyway Oscars. Uh, you know, they have a, comp- a kind of a meeting mm. collection so what i want to say and let them this uh, considering that nightcrawler yeah is that it reminds me of the the la grande bellezza which you haven't seen la grande bellezza suri kauneus mm. because everybody the critics write about it that it's like the nowadays fellini it's mm. the new Fellini. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody. There's not mm. one who hasn't said it's new Fellini. And to yeah. me, it was not Fellini. Yeah. You're right. I don't have to take the remarks. <laughs> if I say Bel- Fellini, I can say something else. Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, but so. Yeah, with that film, it was the same thing. It's like people talk too much about it, and then they compare it to Fellini. I can see why, and it's like why? Because they have to have a word. There's somebody they can compare because they have nothing else to say. Yeah, but you know what? I what? I did saw it. 
Yes. <laughs> I finally saw Grand de Bellezza. Did you see Gr uh, Grand de Bellezza? Yes. I saw Nightcrawler. <laughs> you saw you... No. No, I, I have Nightcrawler in my uh, waiting room. Yes. But you saw La Grande so Belle, I finally saw... but not in a big screen. Not in a big screen, because I, I, because I've, I don't have it, I, it went off, uh, it's not anymore anywhere, so... One day in the big screen. Yes, maybe one day, but, yeah. and, yeah, in the end I think I gave it 8.10, 8 out of 10, I think. I give it uh, five of my five stars. Five. <laughs> Full point. Full point. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because I... of ah what? Well, you know what? In this movie, I had little problem. What? Was the soundtrack. Uh. With this movie, I had little little bit problem. Like you said that Nebraska. Why does it has to have music <laughs> all the time? And not all Why? the time, but yeah, that's the, what you said. It's yeah, all, yeah. like whenever the it was, soundtrack. whenever the movie was, was <laughs> oh, all oh, music, silly music comes. <laughs> but and now I had the same problem with Grande Pelletza. Why does the music have to come up? And it's really bad music. Ah, but for the, me all too. the dancing needed. Music. Okay, the disco that I can yeah, understand yeah. It fits very but, uh, well. Later. And and of course, I cannot be cruel. I cannot say that oh, it's stupid music. And of course. These people Maybe like it. Maybe it was to be. Well, yeah. that the point. Like the point was to show the modern Italian high class life. No. And, well, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like the disco and they everything. They did that. Yes, that's it, the yeah, insides that, of the yes, movie. Yes, that's the point. So but the music. But not the point of the film. Of course not. But yeah, okay. but of course it was. Uh, of okay, course, yeah, like yeah. everything ties in. Yeah, to yeah. Why why in, why they did make a movie about the high class if it's not about these high class people? Because it's about beauty. Yes, but it's from the point of view of these high class people. I thought it was from my point of view. Well, but yeah, well, of, of, okay, of course yeah. your point of view, but okay, why why wasn't it about this, this the poor people in Italy? If it wasn't about the high class people. But that's why they compared to Fellini, but I think it's but but no it is the high like yeah, yeah, why do we done. see high class why do we see this character? It's I not can, about this character. I have a theory of it. Okay, well, tell me. Ah, but I want to hear you in the but to the end. I'm very interested in the music. And... But okay, so of course it's not about the high class people. Yeah. Of course it's about the beauty. The beauty is everything, and it's very like. Um, but but it's about it's like the movie portrays a certain time period, a certain social status and social like. Um, uh social what is it like um certain intellectual position in the society yeah like because um and it, and it, there there is a lot of people who are not totally rich high class like like the other writer the writer friend uh who is very mediocre and not that rich and everything and the he's kind of the only rich like really rich like he lives next to the colosseum mm. and with the, this balcony yes <laughs> like it that that scene when it came up it was the most clearest image of the whole movie is that i am super rich yeah i live wherever i want mm. and i'm in the middle of 
of Rome, mm. and that was the point. Mm. We were supposed to see that he's that he mm. himself is kind of connected to Rome, and he's in the middle of it. Yeah. Of course, I think it's the it was only possible to make it by creating this kind of aristocrat character or mm. this high class yeah, character. To be. Yes, yes, that it's not about the high class people, but in the same time it is. Also, the balcony is like a theater idea. Yes, exactly. But but Balcony. but in, but it, it the thing is the message like the one one point detail about this is what what is the same point in every every single great city like Paris mm. and uh, like like um uh like like Rome and New York I don't know whatever is that like. You cannot have this kind of balcony next to the Colosseum if you mm. are not rich, mm. if you are not the high-class mm. aristocrat, mm. because the other people didn't have. And I think that was the point yeah. of the movie was to was this high-class status that that they had to like um, have in order to be closer to Rome. Because if if like in Helsinki, mm. like in in the middle of Helsinki or in the middle of Paris, like you cannot be in Paris next to the Notre Dame if we are not the president of France or I don't know like the poor people live outside yeah. they live that the normal people live mm. away from the center yeah. but the, if, if you want to be in the middle of the heart of Paris you have to be like Woody Allen or I don't know whoever like this high class mm. Intellectual person. Woody Allen lives near the Central Park. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. So it's very hard to not make a movie about this without saying something about this. Mm. So that's what I'm talking about. But then, okay, now the music. So, um, it, it's I can understand. Like I, what I was saying is that I cannot be harsh to say that it's bad choice of music because. It's supposed to be the music that these people listen, or they, it's their yeah. music, and it's the music of Rome, the music of what you hear in Rome, and mm. this, it's the the beautiful church. Then it's the right choice. The church singing, yeah, it's it in that sense. It, I cannot be harsh to say that it's the bad choice, but still, I feel like it it ruined experience for me it, oh, it like it like ne nebraska for yeah me. For, like ne for me nebraska the music was within the whole experience uh, and i for it, me in la grande Venice, but now i have to see it again but but see. there was music that i absolutely adore like the beginning with the tourists and then the the tenor yeah no, singing yeah the, oh, it was amazing it's yeah. like it, it just was, melts it? you yeah. and you know what was my it melts you. my most like like this movie has these moments that it just melts you. Yeah. The the sheer pureness yes. and the, the the purity of that moment is so crystallizing. Yes, it's like a holy moment. It's like yeah, perfection. Well, yeah. And the most my favorite moment of yeah. the whole film, which just yeah, it was yeah, it really that's weirdly that's me was the. The, the balcony moment when he wakes up and he's, there's the Colosseum, but not the Colosseum. Yeah. He, wakes, he walks yeah. and then he watches the inner garden of the church or the monastery yeah. or yeah. something mm. where these little children play with this nun. Yeah. And it's one of the most beautiful moments yeah. in cinema I have ever seen because 
the the music and the the seer kind of there is this dreaminess into it it's this very monotone dream moment that it, it it's like um it's like a static or something so very hard to explain it's not like this stupid music scenes with this pop yeah, music yeah. in the mm. background it kind of monotonizes you into mm. this holy moment and i love that it was from the point of like we didn't see where he is looking at it yeah we just see that he looks down from somewhere we don't we cannot localize yeah. him yeah where in the same he is. time yeah, yeah it, like we, we don't see the car and him in the same yeah. picture hmm. again antonioni and blow up yeah it's very important the perspective and then um and then i love that the camera went into the action of the nun yeah. and the children and it was from the point of view of the children yeah. and the nun playing and then from the point of view of up seeing the whole maze and then the the look on the man's face when he's looking at it and all this it made a very abstract perspective you know uh, map mm. of the moment and i love that it was so beautiful it's the same as in the beginning shot mm. of the fountains yeah. and how the camera kind of moves yeah and makes this the camera is so beautiful in the also movie. in the end he moves yes yes when he's in the boat and he's yes, going yes. And, I, and i love the endings you know, also very much it's yeah, just it's like... just that one shot yeah. through the bridge yeah and it's very i really wonder if it, they were actors in the bridge or not or were they really mm. it was in neorealism yeah because it was the kissing people and then the nuns again and all this and it was very it it looked very much like it must um, be they had he arranged them yes it's it must because be the because nuns it was so the nuns give it away but the 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 still the boat it looked like a, just the raw material to shoot i love you know? that and the ending would... and people already start to go out of the children <laughs> i love the ending of that <laughs> yes and it was really brilliant because usually you like woody allen or Tarantino or anybody yeah you have just text yeah in black screen and bumbly but... bumbly cha cha yeah. no yeah and and this it was just preachers and yeah. the ambient yeah and nothing and he's a good the... director this director yeah it was brilliant stuff have and... you seen his other this mafia film camara camorra no and very good and he made this this must be the place yes which i want to he see. also yeah i didn't know that it was the same you it didn't see it yet no i haven't seen it Ah, it's very good. Sam Penn is... Uh, yes, yes, I want to see it. Yeah, and, and I would like to discuss that film after you've seen it. I it's it. I, I was totally shocked when I... Also it. the Comora I would like to see, I, discuss when... I was totally shocked when when it, I learned that it was the same yeah, director, yeah, because yeah. this must He's be kind of doesn't look like... Guy. doesn't look like Grande de Beleza. Yeah, and Comora is about uh, something else completely. Yeah, so it's a very weird director. So, but there are a few points which I would like to say about this Grande Village. Mm -hmm. It's this, my search late, later, my lately search about beauty, what is beauty, since uh, Death in Venice and all this. And, so uh, this is... Mishima. And yeah, Mishima and all this. <laughs> my great church of, of beauty. So this gives answers. Yes. Very good answers. In the ugly nun, 
the the part where they have they are, there is all the rich ah, people Ma meet uh, Mother Teresa. Yeah, Mother Teresa. But yeah. she's not really. She's yes, not yes. really. She was, was Mother Teresa. <laughs> it was Mother Teresa. Yeah, I think but it was. You remember when she was sitting in the great uh, like row, ugly. They found the ugliest person in life. And she wasn't really really old. She was young actor. Ah, I don't Made, made I up. Don't, it didn't look no, old. No. It was but really stupid. Also, and she slept on the floor. Not on the yeah, bed yeah. and things, and, but you remember the moment when she was sitting there and everybody watching, watching, watching all around, mm -hmm. and she flipped the shoe. Yes, with the was it an Orthodox shoe or something? It was like some. Not the shoe, shoe. Yes, yes, but they were like different religious people. Yeah, they're all kinds. They're and giving then, her the yeah. credits that yes. she's the one who tells the future. Yeah, but when one one kissed truth. his hand and yeah, then they fainted. This, like the Pope. Yeah. She was like the ball, but she flipped the shoe there. Like, she don't care really. Mm. So, when she, she was really, really ugly, and then she made these flamingos, flamingo, flamingos, mm. appear in the morning. Yeah. This ugly woman. Yes. Make this. But holy, holy. Holy ugly woman. <laughs> great beauty of flamingos. And so, what, what is more beautiful? This ugly woman or the view she made that's what i'm thinking about but then another that's my private search for uh, beauty but there was an, another part in there which was uh, isabelle arjani mm. a french actress when in the end part after the funeral he went up the stairs in outside by the wall this man, and down comes Isabella Adjani. Great beauty of a woman. It's now old, old, kind of old, but very, very feminine French. And mm -hmm. she look, she stop, and she look behind, mm -hmm. and they look. Ah, yeah. They have a look. Yeah. He yeah, knows yeah. who she is, and she knows who she is. Yeah. He, yeah. She doesn't know who he is, but she knows who she is, and he knows who she is. She's Isabella Gianni. Yes. And she goes down. That's a wonderful moment. Yeah. By purpose, to me. Yeah. The only thing she did in that movie was coming down the stairs and looking at the man. Yeah. And she had these beautiful legs and these things. Mm. And there was the walk between the two men there in that, uh, <clears throat> that part of the film. He walked with his friend. In it was a wonderful uh, uh, thing. Well, and you cannot experience it in every place in the world. In Rome, you can experience it. In Italy, in general. Mm. What, Those what happened? Two, no, nothing. They just walk and they discuss these two black figures. Yeah. It's like beauty. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. And the funeral made me a great impression. The funeral. Because he made the speech. Nobody cared of this poor man who liked to be naked and <laughs> This rich man, rich, the horribly rich woman's son who died. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, so yes, nobody yes. cared about him in the end. And he was just crying all his life and me going naked. And then... Uh, 
he made the speech. He said, okay, now I have to, like, felt like now I'm doing this thing. And he went and made a speech for him because you have to make speech when somebody dies. I don't remember. I remember that they... they it was great. Uh, I, I remember that they, uh, they lifted the coffin and... Yeah, yeah. He after that he made it no, up. but no, but it was like they were just sitting in the benches. Yeah, and then they looked at each other, and then they went to the coffin, mm. and they carried. But I he don't also remember made that. the speech. Ah. He talked. It was his. Otto, he took in hand. He was the one who led that we have to give respect to yeah. this guy who yeah. nobody cares because he was so pitiful person. Like yeah, like you can spit on him. <laughs> but, but, or he didn't have any friends. Nobody liked yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, that's what you but he was, everybody spit on him. But because he was unable to connect, connect. And, yeah. yeah, unable, miserable. But he he knew that he has to do it. He needs this guy who that guy needs this respect, and he because, yeah, led but them it's, all. It's, it's 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 very simple. Like it was simple, I, simple. Yeah, every time it was. Everybody else, like, it was like he was pitiful, but he wasn't pitiful. He was a very poor, innocent man who was unable to cope with anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he needed help, but nobody gave him help. And he, this main guy was the only person who saw and understood mm. that something is wrong, but mm. he wasn't able to help. Like, mm. he didn't allow himself to help, but then he, he in the funeral, he, he noticed, like, nobody... It's the social rule and that you don't, you know, he doesn't have friends. The friends should carry the, mm. the coffin, but he didn't have any friends. So, hey, nobody goes there. Mm. It's, it's stuck. So, but then the main guy kind of sees mm. this. He's kind of out of the box and he kind mm. of understands the situation. And he thinks that even if you are not friends, we mm. have to still do something and go mm. according to the He the was the seer. Through yeah. the film, he was the seer. Like yeah. The one who sees. Then there was another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very simple movie, in my opinion. It's like, yeah. Like let's say like um, Cohen brother movies, for example, like mm. Big Lebowski or No Country for Old Men. Mm. They are extremely, or Inside Louis Davis, mm. or they're very, they are like layers after layers of things to think about the movie, and it doesn't reveal itself completely, and there's infinite amount of connections and associations with Bible and philosophy and mm. life and mm. anything. It's like every frame is full of something, like mm. Kubrick or something, I don't know. Mm. But this film, it looks very grand cinema. Mm. It looks very like meaningful and symbolic because of the camera movement, mm. but it's extremely simple movie. It doesn't really hide anything. It's mm. very straightforward in its symbolism and that that it's about a guy who who is this guy aristocrat and he is bored of his life. He, he doesn't find any beauty in it anymore and he was, starts wondering where is the beauty mm. and he starts thinking about it and the movie is about him finding true beauty in mm. in Rome in his life and everything and I think a lot of it's the connection with Rome. Mm. and Italy, mm. you know, mm. you know, like, yeah, and it's, it's, and that's why it's easy to compare it to Fellini, Fellini. than mm. Eight and a Half, because yeah. it's the same <laughs> movie, basically, yeah. but it, 
should have its own right. But I see and... the, the, I don't convert to Fellini, see it in my own things. Yes, exactly, we don't talk about Fellini. Yeah, so there's one more thing in that movie, which I mm -hmm. want to point out, is that you see the, the incredible wealth of those people. Oh. They are, it's absolutely unthinkable, you can't even grasp it, mm. how rich they are and how rich they have been thousands of years. So he has a privilege to go into the home, the palace or whatever, palace, it's not the home. So the women are playing cards there in some oh, yeah. rich women and he goes with the friend into that place and they have in their home hidden, like from all the world, whoever never sees them, this great art. Yeah. This incredible art who has no price even on it. Yeah. Antique things. Yeah, the statues. Statues and they are there and they're just playing cards. They're so used to it. They've seen it all the yeah, they're like just, a, they just and they know the value. It it <laughs> means to them. It means to them, but it means to them different thing like to we mortals can never see them. They mm. don't give it to be shown. So that's another thing which was fascinating to me. Yeah. In those palaces, yeah. in thousands of rooms full of those things yeah. that nobody sees, except the servants who are maybe cleaning a little here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was kind of weird because I, I didn't really understand that. It, was, it uh, was simple, like you say. The whole yeah. movie was very simple because he had to put in, he wanted to show that. And he had to make some kind of excuse that the man is, can go into the homes mm -hmm. and see. Yeah. It was very simply done script. Like. Yeah. But I was impressed that they, he made that, that he wanted me to see it, this mm -hmm. director. Yeah. That that's the way the beauty is. But it was very weird seeing that I, I, I kind of like, I wasn't really sure or understood where exactly they went. Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand it was somebody's home. Like, too, because yeah. because it looked like a museum. Yeah. I he, thought they went into a museum. He can't even they really exist. He went into those places and they really exist there. Huh. And and he can't say where. Huh. So he can't say where. Okay. Who is it? Who are those people? He can't go to Rothschild's house. Rothschild is nothing compared to these. These people are incredibly yeah. more rich. Yeah. So he can't go and say this is his house and we show now. Yeah. So he admitted it's very nicely. I, I really I really like this kind of movie making where it's it's this simple story or like this re real reality like in Rome and yeah. he's a writer and he has all this weight or in reality like it's, it's about a human person it's not fantasy mm. elves and dragons or something like this. But, uh, so it's like a very simple story about the human doing something human, you know. Yeah. And but then I, I really like that it that they create this this magical it's like magical realism that um, suddenly like they there is this person with the suitcase like who has the, all the keys yeah. to all the hope. Yes. Who is this person? Yeah. Like yeah. how is this? It's like a spirit or yeah. something that leads them into that. And then the the yeah. card playing 
are like, okay, hello, like yeah. just some strangers coming into their home. Uh, no, but no, because but it's they the spirit. Knew him. Yeah, because it's the spirit. Yeah. But the spirit is bringing some strangers into their home. Yeah. So, but 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 they don't care, and it's like this kind of, it's it's a kind of like the the they bring this magical realism into this kind of like you know the um christmas carol mm. uncle scrooge that he can kind of yeah, walk yeah. into through the real, reality yeah. through this Sometimes magic they use that in films so I, he I really uses like, that and, and and they don't explain it to yeah you, no kind of they just use this yeah. device i like that it's yeah. i think it's very nice i also and they, he found the perfect guy for that yeah this guy I like very much. He's a likable guy. Yeah, he's a very sexy and likable guy. Yeah, yeah, he's very much like the Italian actors or French actors. No, I think he's exquisite. <laughs> he's one of the. But rare. I, but I, I really see a lot, like the Fellini thing. Okay, we don't talk about that. But I, I really see these connections into, which I like, is to the French New Wave and Godard and how Godard, and all these filmmakers portrayed the aristocrat and the intelligent because mm. like, like I think like since these directors we see these characters who are kind of above everything they just kind yeah. of mm. you know they don't work they just use their money and they're very highly intelligent and they just talk about art and the, the meaning of beauty and you know the essence of everything and and uh, it's kind of a weird personality, you know, character. I've never seen these kind of people in my life, but I see them in films. <laughs> so it's very weird. So do these people actually exist? <laughs> so you, we always said we don't go to Indofellini, but we have gone into Kubrick, we have gone to Kim, Kim Kiduk, and the, which is, Feli uh, is not about them. No, no, mm. of course not. I, I wonder why he's like, people want, yeah, people want certain It's like Godard, they want, they want, yeah. Ozu, Ozu is best. Yeah, and, Ozu. And... Or Fellini is best. And mm. Kubrick Godard is best. Godard is best. Godard is best. Mm. Yeah. But, but Grande Bellesa was, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, it was, it was very you... different than like, well, I don't know. It was exactly what I expected, and it was very different from many films that I saw. It, it was Italian very... make it's not. Yeah, it's it also... was very. There was new and old in it. It took a lot from those new wave and Italian films, but then, uh, but made very new things. It was very modern. It was mm. very mm. a glimpse into a modern. It was full color and yeah. It was very. Yeah, very beautiful. Now we come to the point which I wanted from the beginning to say. But I want first to to hear how many point stars you give. I gave 8.10 because, and okay, I have my system why I give eight, uh, 10. I, first of all, I give 10 because to me, 5 is way too few stars to give to any movie, like the, the amount of. Mm. I, I would be totally just struggling with 3, 4, 5, and. This and if then we have more variations of to put it into certain place. Yeah. And of course, I don't like giving any points to any movie. I I don't like it. I but if like. I would give, if I would I give, like. I want a, to give them something. When I have experienced something, I want to be also giving because I've gotten. But but that, that's like um. 
I have like certain. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Like we can go into that. Mm, some time. well, some someday, but like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, okay, the the first thing, like, I don't like top ten lists mm, by no. one number <laughs> yeah. like this. So I don't like saying like, this is this white like, ten like, for example, giving five stars like one hundred percent is mm. very hard mm. in the first place, and giving one is very hard. And, mm. But like, I have this thing that like. Like if, if I give uh, seven, seven out of ten, to me that's like entertaining movie. That's like into in the entertaining like entertaining yeah, yeah. entertaining like um, Interstellar or The Hobbit was seven uh-huh, out of you ten. You have a different uh, idea. Then. So so mm-hmm. it's like if if I go to seven out of ten, it's kind of like it was entertaining, but it wasn't amazing. It wasn't mm. it kind of lacked certain step to a certain quality to of go up film. on the level yeah but and how about eight what eight is, is like amazing movie it's like more than entertaining it's like challenges you well like. done it's really well done it's really good but it but it doesn't it lacks it lacks my personal de- detachment ah you know, like yeah. did that no attachments. So yeah, yeah. so it lacks the, the 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 connection that I get personally. Like yeah. that like for example the uh what would be a good example of nine out of ten these days. There wasn't the list there was a nine out of the Frank. Remember I talked about mm. the Frank? Nightcrawler. <sighs> okay, Nightcrawler could be nine out of ten for mm. me maybe. Because mm. like if the movie really gets mm. really in into me yeah, yeah. like mm. it, it gets this personal <laughs> yeah, personal it feeling. gets personal to me then <laughs> then i will it gets above eight it's not just yeah. amazing it's mm. just very important for me and then 10 out of 10 now is, i start to is, understand your and, yeah and then out of 10 is like perfect it's like mm. the, i'm i'm blown away i'm just this is movies that has this is what movies has to be yeah. and this movie I give everything are, to that and yeah. this, this is the masterpiece and yeah. but yeah. of course anything can be a masterpiece like Grande Belleza is a masterpiece but yeah. just lack the personal yeah personal like so, like like for example mm. soundtrack it just ruined it for me and yeah yeah like yeah so you you know that why I like the lists top yeah. ten lists when they are done by professionals like Almodovar when yeah. Almodovar makes his top 10 lists I make a point of looking at all those I'm really immediately interested and I want to see all his all films he told yeah so or Kubrick or somebody but somebody's alive of course so so that's when I like top 10 lists from that point but I don't Judge them as Almodovar, you know. I, I I'm just uh, it's a good hint of of movies. That's true. That's mm, true. That's a top yes, ten but, list for me. But there's also top ten lists. Like I recently looked Edward Wright's uh, like list of there was a video interview. He made uh, comedies, uh, British comedies, or mix. Uh, he 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 told his 
like let's say his uh, his list of five comedies that you should watch yeah, you know okay. but he didn't say that this is five mm. this is four uh, he yeah. just said ten films that, yeah, okay. so that's what I, I would like to hear from Almodovar for example mm. is just ten recommendations that's what he year. did yeah but but if you he put, put it... them in order so it's his business <laughs> I don't care I don't but care. I don't. But yeah. But the point is that you 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 like the list, but not the ten top ten list. I just call it because I'm para yeah. paranoid, paranoid critical. But I, I like I like this. There was this uh, another nice ana, ana, analysis um, writer yeah. critic in the in the internet, and he made also like a top ten the top ten yeah. list of mm. 2014. Mm. But he made it so that every movie was number one it was the top 10 number ones ah, of yes. the of the year and that he was a nice the, way yeah he has the same dilemma as we so now i would like to round up this discussion into the ah. yeah into the uh, one last idea okay. uh, one last uh, subject of discussion which i wanted to say already in the beginning so mm -hmm. that's kind of a round up yeah. And it's a, we back, go back to Oscars. Okay. <laughs> in that. And in the, I looked at the Oscar um, party, the festival, yeah. which they showed and gave the prizes. Mm -hmm. The collection of it, not all of it, but it was collected. Ah, from the, from the TV. Yeah, the roundabout. from the TV, the, the roundabout. roundabout. Yeah, Round I always <laughs> watch it, the roundabout, just to see how it was. And this year it was not so, not good at all. Uh, in general, this film. Who was the host of it? Yeah, this terrible man, the one whom Gone Girl killed in this house ah, in Neil, a horrible the Neil, way. Neil Patikari. Yeah, okay. he. And he's not a comedian <laughs> at all. He's not at all comedian. He just said something and then he just waited quiet too long. He waited too long until everybody laughed. Ah, stupid man. So he's not comedian. I can. It wasn't like Ellen. The last year, yeah, with the pizza man, yeah, marvelous. <laughs> so, and anyway, that's not what I want to say. I want to say that in that uh, program, they showed and the prizes giving, mm. it's informative, and between there was music, singings, yeah. the music from the films which they want to give prize, like Lego movie, and yeah, the, uh, the, the music, music. Uh, I saw a picture of. Yeah, but there was something know. important I saw. Yeah. So there came people every time to sing or to perform something. So they came in one time they wanted to, to say, to talk about, um, to give credit to some classic old thing. Every time they do that. And this time it was uh, Liza Minnelli in the rainbow. Rainbow. Rainbow, ah, Rainbow. Wasn't it a cabaret? I don't remember this because I got into this. Was it? But Liza Minnelli and you know the the over the rainbow, the Wizard of Oz. No, it's not Liza Minnelli. Okay, Liza Minnelli's <laughs> mother. <laughs> this is paranoid critical. <laughs> uh, Liza Minnelli's mother. Ah, is is the one in. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's that's the curse of her life that she was born to 
<laughs> I never knew that it was Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Okay. She, she said mother of Liza Minnelli. looks exactly like her mother, so I mixed them up. <laughs> yeah. Judy Garland is the mother of Liza Minnelli. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> so they go into the, the Wizard of Oz, and she's singing this beautiful song, which uh, you know it has a marvelous history, this song. It's made by, a, my, by, my, by an emigrant Jew from Russia. Yeah. who lost his job on the buildings in New York on, in the big degradation big, mm -hmm. uh, when the money went down and he had to go to find a new job so he went to Hollywood and started to write uh, song, scripts and songs and he became so good in it that he wrote that song for, for one for, for instance mm. I don't remember his name now it, it's a wonderful survival story of that man mm. Or many Jews who did. So anyway, so Judy Garland sang the song over the over the rainbow over the, from the beginning uh, of the yeah, but not in the Oscars. Oh no no. no. Uh, who did it? Was this is my point now? Now I want to round up in Oscars and the films in general. It was Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> but don't laugh yet. Oh, it's, we have to give her credit. Oh. No, I, it's I just, want to say I, it, was the it sounds least, absurd. No, it, yeah, I don't know if it's bad. I just it's no, the no, least it sounds absurd. Lady and, Gaga in Wizard of Oz. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. So everybody, of course, thinks the same. <laughs> so anyway, she comes there and she's not done up in some horrible meat costume or any what she's doing normally. She had the normal blonde hair, very yeah. long done no uh, classical mm -hmm. beautiful so with the dress like Cinderella mm -hmm. and all the roses and things and you know background and she comes from behind and she sings as a lady gaga voice her voice she sings somewhere over the rainbow with now we come to a very emotional thing really really a serious emotional with all her heart, she comes in and she sings seriously with all her, you could see it from her, that now this is the crucial moment of her life. She's putting everything in, all her chips. This is it, Aubrey. And she, she's part of, she wants to be part of that classical history of singing. She, she really, she's, this lady Gaga has been acting very, very strange and making all kind of funny things, but in her heart she wants to be part of the history of the singing. She wants to be great, like, not like Minnelli, Judy Garland. And she sings this song almost with the voice of Judy Garland, but Judy Garland's voice is uh, like Edith Piaf's, it's, you can't, it's beautiful. So she sings it all through, and all the time <laughs> when she was singing, I was waiting that she stops it and makes it in her way, new. No, give something new to it. No, she didn't. She sang it all through like in the old way, exactly like Judy Garland, to the end. 
and everybody go into clapping and crazy and so on and she has done it and she didn't give anything new into it anything of himself nothing herself nothing nothing of herself absolutely she even her voice was like uh, Judy Garland mm. so I realized what it meant to her but she didn't realize that the, her job was to give something new to it, like Kim Ki-duk, take the world on you and move it. She just wanted to be part of it. Mm. So I learned what Lady Gaga is. Mm. It was nothing special. Mm. Everybody would have preferred Judy Garland. You think you know, like because if she is to go up there, then she has to do something of her own or to give something new. To I don't think if she has to or anything, but I would expect if she has the ability, if she's great, if she's really great genius, good singer, mm -hmm. she would have in the middle stop and do something else. Maybe it's the same thing what we are talking about the sequels and remakes is that we have to give the freedom for them for them to do something new and do something and if they are great then they will do something great yeah then they are able to do it yes like with the with the Villanos Villeneuve Villanos, ah Villeneuve Villeneuve like Kim Giduk stumbles also but maybe Villeneuve also does it yeah maybe. He stumbles, but then he learns and learns, and then and he creates something. And you think Lady Gaga can do that? I don't. I never liked Lady Gaga, so. Ah, okay, so and you don't like Villeneuve, so. Mm. But I would have liked Lady Gaga if she had done something genius there. Yeah, but if is she able to do something mm. genius, I don't know. Mm. And I don't mean meat dresses and stupid uh, things like that. Her voice and her music. Mm. Like we saw in Lovers Left Alive, you know, music, real mm -hmm. greatness. Yeah. That's what I want to nice, no? Yeah. You should have seen it. Yeah, now I want to see it. Mm. Yeah. You always find some silly things, you should find something. Mm. Mm. And in the, this Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> when he was giving the speaker. Yeah. I was thinking all the time that, oh, why didn't she finish him off in that film? <laughs> when she murdered him. For real. <laughs> you were just, ah, oh, <laughs> looking at him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so now I think I have rounded up my discussion.